Sports Podcast Season 4. It's been a while since we ran one of these, but we had to this time around. we got a big guest to here today. His name is Naeem Hines. He is a stud, current Buffalo Bills running back, played in Indianapolis, went to NC State. You don't really need an explanation, but uh, there is one. So how are you doing today, my brother? I'm well. Thank you for having me on the show. Uh, super excited to be here and talk to you guys today. Yeah, no, we appreciate it. Um, I'll kind of let you just like give the listeners a quick gist of who you are and your story. Uh, let's see. Who am I? Uh, I'm Naheem Hines, born in Raleigh, North Carolina. 26 years old. Uh, great. Came from a great family, middle class family. I have a twin sister. Uh, when it came to uh, my college decision, I was a four-star recruit, uh, state champion in high school and track. Uh, I wanted to go to school with my sister on track with her. So uh, of my 40 offers, I narrowed it down to make a decision to go to school with my sister. It happened to be NC State, went to NC State, uh, ran track with her for two years. After my third year, I got to leave school early, had the uh, pleasure and the honor and the blessing of being drafted in the fourth round at the age of 21. And now here we are uh, in year six now. And uh had some journeys, had a great five years in Indianapolis, had some ups and downs, uh, been on good teams and some teams that weren't so great. And uh, I've learned from them and I've learned the opportunity of uh, how important the playoffs are, how important and how hard it is to get to Super Bowl. I've seen, I haven't seen one and just uh, the journey of trying to get that quest to the Super Bowl now. Yeah, and that's that's the goal every year, obviously. I kind of wanted to talk about your college career before we dive into your pro mm-hmm. career. Um, I think it's unique how you played football and you ran track. Can you tell me a little bit about like that decision, how you were balancing both and like, you know, just like the workouts <laughs> for both like that seems like a lot. Honestly. So uh, it was, it was tough, but uh, you know, uh, that was one of the things I wanted to do when I went to school, coach Doran, uh, coach Doran said I could do it. He kept his word. And uh, I'm really, really thankful that coach Doran gave me the opportunity as uh, many people don't have that chance. So uh, as it, as goes for how to do both, uh, during the football season, obviously, I would do football season. We would normally finish uh, both of our – most one one game we played the year after Christmas, the other uh, years we played on New Year's Eve. So after that after that bowl game, I would have about two or three weeks off, go to track, run track for about – I would do winter workouts in between that. Between January, like early January, early February, I'd do it for about a month. Then uh, track would get serious, so I'd have to do indoors for uh, indoor championships. So I would go away from football for about two or three weeks. Do you track have a break? I mean, what's nope. going on? Yeah, so as soon as, look, so as, soon as indoors over, as soon as indoors over, like March first, right around spring break, I'm going right back to spring ball. Actually, one year I got off the plane and went to practice, and then um after after I did the spring game, I would have a like however long to finish the track season or whatever track season was over, which would be in June, back to football. But uh, it was tough. Like even you know uh, you know spring is how you catch up on your classes, and meanwhile I'm in my hard classes for football. You know you take your you try to take your uh not easier classes, but classes that aren't as hard in the fall semester because of football. And then your spring semester, you load up and put your harder classes. So now I'm taking track and I got to take accounting and all these hard classes. So it was real hard, but uh, I had to study, work hard, and just stay focused. And it was tough, but uh, been, I worked hard at it. I'm exhausted just listening to all that. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know how I had the energy to do it, but thank God I did. Yeah, I was going to say it paid off. Looking for it got you. Um Z, how about you ask the next question, bro? Yeah, I know. A little bit off, off track with the um, the college, but I know we were talking a little bit, Naeem, in the beginning here, just us off off the uh, podcast about the Bills, uh, Buffalo weather and how it's kind of cold there and, you know, football <laughs> weather. <laughs> but um, what's it like playing for Buffalo in front of that Bills mafia? I mean, I can only imagine. Like, we see it on TV, playing in front of those 
amazing fans. Like, what's it like playing for the Bills and playing in front of the Bills Mafia? Honestly, the best way I can describe it is like uh, I tell my family, family and friends, I said like, how's it like in Buffalo? I'm like, it's like Friday Night Lights. Like any person who's seen Friday Night Lights, the movie or the TV show, fan of both. That's how it is. It's like when you come into, but first of all, if you get on a flight, any flight into Buffalo, you're going to see a bunch of Bill stuff. And there's Bill stuff everywhere. It's just like, it's like a small city vibe, but it's a, obviously a major media market. And uh, Western New York is a great place. You know, Syracuse, all these places around that are huge media outlets. And it's like, you really have a small country, like a small country town feel in upstate New York, which is really cool. And yeah. then that stadium, <laughs> no matter our record, and our, our record was great. And even when I played there in the past, they've always sold out. Like the loudest playoff game I feel like I played in was in Buffalo and it was during COVID. They said it was 7,000 fans. I know that was a lie. Super loud there. Uh, fans are passionate. They stick by our sides. And the, as an honor player, I hope I can play here for a long time. That's awesome. That's awesome. I was thinking, we, I know we as fans get like electric just watching, you know, on TV. I can only imagine <laughs> playing on the field during those games. Great playing there. And yeah. man, the atmosphere is electric. It's Absolutely. it's amazing. Crazy. I mean, <laughs> although by far, without a doubt, the best, the, the craziest fans in the NFL for sure. Yes, fan base is amazing. I always think that we have the best fan base in the NFL. They back us and they support all of our causes, and we they take care, great care of us. Like it's a city of good neighbors, good neighbors for a reason. Yeah, no, hundred um, percent. And I want to touch more on that later. That your experience with the Bills. I want to start with the Colts. Um, you know, the Colts definitely shuffled through a lot of quarterbacks. And uh, I just kind of wanted to know, you know, maybe someone that stuck out to you and like your an experience that you really just like keep with you going forward, whether it was like a mistake you made and whatever. Yeah, just I mean, advice, like just uh, my journey. I mean, I, it didn't start off great for me. I mean, I had a tough preseason, which was tough. Uh, my head coach, Frank Reich, who's now in Carolina, he always told me that he trusted and believed in me. And uh, honestly, I feel kind of old now. I play with Andrew Luck. So, uh, you know, starting there was a great start. But then, you know, he retired. And there's, there were ups and downs. We had some good years. We had some bad years. But through all of them, I feel like every person there, we grow, we grew. We learned how to deal with adversity. And, uh, you know, there were some tough times we had in, in Indianapolis. And we had some great times, too. But I think the best – I think the best thing I'll take from that is just, uh, first of all, the opportunity I was given that uh, although – Everything may not may not be how you want it to be. I was blessed and thankful to have the opportunity to get drafted to play for Indianapolis to have a team pick me. And then after that, it's the, those those memories and experiences with your coaches, your brothers. Uh, my one of my coaches, uh, Coach Tom Rathman, he was a legend. I remember, uh, you know, he used to always get on me, and I swear he hated me. But really, it was just he was getting on me, teaching me the physicality of football. <laughs> he was an old school guy, and uh, he always said you have to be violent and play this game. And honestly. Without Coach Raffman, I don't think I developed into the player I am today. And then after he leaves, you know, having a coach like Scotty Montgomery, a man who gave me my first college offer. So uh, my life comes kind of full circle. He gives me his first, first college offer in Duke. Now he's my head coach. Now, now he's my uh, running back coach in Indianapolis. So had a great relationship with him. And uh, then just some some players like Kenny Moore, Zach Pascal, you know, Jonathan Taylor, among some names, but a lot of great people in Indianapolis. And, uh, you know, it was sad to leave. And uh, great memories in there. But sometimes in life, you just move forward. But uh, – a lot of great memories. I love Indy. Special oh, place. 100%. And you were turning into this dynamic, you know, receiving back. Honestly, you were putting <laughs> up receiving yards. Were you ever, you know, is that a skill you developed in the NFL? Or were you always, you know, I'm a receiving back? Or, like, what did you, like, kind of define yourself as growing up? And was that translated? I'm an athlete. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I really didn't have a position maybe till the NFL, maybe. I mean, even – 
or college in high school they had me I had wild, I did wildcat quarterback I threw passes uh my dad I honestly growing up I did everything I even there was times even in middle school I was a kicker I used to be the punter until high school so just to my dad said so the more things you can do the better and uh truthfully I was always a great athlete one of the best athletes on the field uh, I feel like even in the NFL I'm still like that I'm still one of the best athletes on the field and I think it's really thanks to my dad. My dad, my dad was coaching me. He was a great coach. And even I had an uncle who's like a big brother. He used to just throw me the ball all the time. He used to throw me the ball. We used to play catch all the time. My dad wasn't there. So I uh, had two great men to help me catch. But uh, since I was 10 years old, I always played receiver. Even in high school, I played receiver. My first years in college, I started at slot. So being a pass catching back isn't that hard when you've just been preparing for it your whole life. Right. No, 100%. It seems like you were uh, Taysom Hill before Taysom Hill. <laughs> um, no, yeah, no, he can. Well, he can throw a lot better than me. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't probably, you probably kick better though. You said you're a kicker. You probably kick it better than Taysom Hill. <laughs> Man, he's he's a he's an interesting player and a great athlete. Though I've watched him and seen how they've used him, and he's a the craziest thing about him is how he how hard he runs. <laughs> he's like a running yeah. back. He's he's, he's like, hard to take down. He's a real athlete. How tall is he? He's pretty. He's pretty tall. He's right? a big dude. Like yeah. six, six two, six. Three. I don't know. I don't know how big he is. But I know on TV he looks big. Yeah, he's like those linebackers. You know, the linebackers aren't towering over him. He's looking in eye to eye for the most part, for what I see. Yeah, he's yeah. he yeah. And he even plays personal protector on punt. Like he was their personal protector on punt. I'm on special teams, so we play them. I always see them. He's going in there picking up the blitzes. He's oh a, yeah, he's a heck of an athlete. Hell yeah, absolutely. Um, and yeah, and um. You know, I kind of want to talk about right now, of course. Um, you're on the Bills, second season. So it was a half a season. Um, you know, the team, the running back room, they just added Damian Harris. They just added Latavius Murray. Um, and that's, like, very recent. Uh, what's it been like? You know, you're in, you said you're in your third week of OTAs. Um, how are the vibes? How's the running back room? This may be – correct me if I'm wrong. This may be one of the more talented running back – aside from JT – one of the more talented running back rooms you've ever been a part of. What's it been like? Yeah, no, this might be one of the best rooms I've been a part of. And I was thinking about that the other day. Uh, it's been great vibes, but the craziest thing about it is, you know, Motor's gone and I'm, I miss him already. I know he's going to be great in Houston. But now it's like really a bunch of guys who have not been here. Like uh, I was talking to Latavius when he got here on Monday. Um, he just got in and I'm like, you know, James Cook was a rookie last year. I've been here for eight weeks. Damien's new year. We're all trying to figure it out. We got a great coach in Skip and, uh, you know, Ken Dorsey. Josh Allen, all those guys, they're, they're great and welcoming. But uh, it's been really great to learn. We're all kind of figuring out together and learning it. And we're all uh, having different experiences and uh, learning through each other, so to speak, because we're all young well, young in the playbook experience-wise. And uh, it's, a, it's a more complicated playbook to learn. It's a, it's a fun office to learn, but you just have to study and put some time into it. So uh, it's great to be a part of it. Great vibes. I'm excited to see and work with those guys. Yeah. And, you know, overall, how does the team look and – you know, especially offensively, <laughs> you're part of that unit. I'm sure you guys look great. You're one of the more dominant teams in the NFL. Um, but, you know, the AFC East just got a lot more competitive. Yes. Um, Might be the know, best my, division. I was just about yeah. to say, how is it like playing for the AFC East, man? Because I think, personally, in my opinion, I think that's the best division in football, especially with AR-12. I think so, too, especially with yeah. the AR-12. They, I saw they got Randall Cobb today. Um, yep. Miami, even Miami, you know, we, we played them last year in the playoffs. Their Tua was out, and we still struggled with them. It was a, it was a good game. Uh, you know, Miami got Jalen Ramsey. Everybody around us got better. So, uh, you yeah. know, that's how it is when you win a division. You win a division, everybody's gunning for you. They're getting pieces to beat you and win that division. And uh, we we have no easy task. Even the Patriots, very, very good defense. We already know uh, 
Bill is going to make you play left-handed. He's going whatever he's whatever you're not good at, he's going to try to expose you. So, uh, no game is a cakewalk, and it's going to be very, very. Uh, it's going to be a very, very interesting year. But I'm excited for the challenges that come ahead of it, and for us personally, you know, offensively speaking, we we got some more pieces. I saw we got some pieces in the draft. We're excited just to get together, and you know, Josh is back and great quarterback. He's one of the top quarterbacks in the league. As long as we keep him upright, healthy, and uh, keep him upright, I think we'll be just fine. Yeah, I'm very excited. I think a lot of the chatter this offseason's been all Rodgers and whatnot. Yeah, going, it took like four weeks to get the trade going through. At one point, I thought the trade wasn't going to go through. So that's what I was thinking. I was like, all right, like he's just going to either retire or give a pay. But yeah, <laughs> and it just happened. Uh, but I feel like, you know, no one's really talking about, like, obviously people talk, are talking about the Bills, but you guys have been dominant every year. I know playoff success, there's been not as much as you've, you've hoped. But could this be the year? I know you're going to tell me yes, but, you know, why is this year the year? I wouldn't even say this year's the year. I'll just say that uh, we're going to work hard and see what happens. I don't like – I'm not one of those people going to say we're going to win Super Bowl. I promise that. <laughs> but I know that we, we're we a good team. We're 14-3, and three, but uh, we uh, just – I'm new here, so I don't want to speak on the playoff experiences. But each game, it seems they've gotten the AFC Championship. is something that we're talking about. we got to get over the hump. So uh, that's what we're working on. We've gotten to where we want to get to. And now at this point, we're trying to figure out these pieces, putting these last pieces in these last, uh, I guess, so to speak, uh, figure out the things that get us over the hump, to get us over the Cincinnati's and Kansas City's and uh, all the teams in the AFC got better. I mean, every year in the playoffs, there's a good team that misses the playoffs that could be just, that could win a game. They could win a wild card game if they make it. So, uh, it got tougher, but we just we're gonna fig- figure it out. We have a great offense. We're right there, so we I think we're gonna put it together, put those pieces together to get over the top. One hundred percent, and that's a good point. A good team misses the playoffs every year, especially in a good division like the AFC East. If you got three mm-hmm. teams, I, I mean, maybe the Pats are probably not. You got three I've been teams in divisions like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like when I was in Indy in 2018, 2019, when it was Houston, us, and Tennessee. Like one year, my rookie, we literally had to beat Tennessee to get in. They flex the game and all that. So I've been a part of like a couple of times in the AFC South where, you know, there's three good teams and we're fighting to get in because we don't beat Tennessee. Tennessee can go like and they, even in 2018 with Derrick Henry and that offense, they can go in there and win a game. So it's, uh-huh. it's, that's going to probably be this year. <laughs> I think that's how it will be this year. Probably this yeah. one and there's a, probably another division like that. No, 100%. Um, Sly, you want to ask the next question? Yeah, I was going to ask. I know you mentioned your dad a few times, Naeem, uh, being like a mentor for you and kind of getting you over all that the crazy schedule in college from track and football and all those, you know, balancing out the classes and everything. Um, but I wanted to ask you, like, who would you say um, as far as you like, you know, from high school, playing football, growing up to this point, who has been your biggest mentor and what uh, piece of advice have they given you um, up to this point? Oh. You know, that's where you were. My biggest mentor. outside of, You said outside of my father, right? Yeah, outside your father and the best advice hmm. they've given you to get to this point. My best I don't I gotta think about it. Who would be one of my biggest mentors? Honestly, I'd probably say hmm. yeah, look, give me a second to think about this. No, you're good, couple, you're good. I have a couple I have a couple of mentors. I have a couple of mentors who I've kept up with. Uh, you can do more than one. You can name out names. Yeah, Keith Marshall from Georgia. Uh, I always respect to keep uh so like I'll just give you a little family real quick of uh, the Marshalls and the Loves, uh, Bryce Love from Stanford. I grew up, uh, grew up big, good friends with him. We lived 30 minutes apart from each other. Keith Marshall, he had success at Georgia, the combine, all those things. And do, unfortunately, they both had injuries. But, uh, like, Keith Marshall was the first guy I looked up to. He was – I didn't know any guys in the NFL. He's a five-star recruit. He kind of showed me the way him and Todd Gurley. And then uh, also, too, uh, Danny Peoples, an NC State legend. 
He uh, also played in the league. He, I looked up to him as well. But that whole family between the, the Keith Marshall's family, Bryce Love's family, and uh, Danny Peoples' family, those are people I looked up to. Of, uh, Danny, like Danny Peoples, uh, he was great, good friends with his son. But uh, he was a great track coach for me too. Like I trust him with my life to train me in track. So uh, we, we grew together through track. And that family is just uh, – since I met them when I was about 10 years old, those have been the people who mentored me outside of my family. Those have been my, you know, three families, so to speak, outside of my dad. Love it. That's awesome. And, um, you know, another thing I wanted to talk about, obviously you were there for DeMar Hamlin. You returned two touchdowns, kick returns, kickoff return touchdowns in one game. Uh, you were the 11th NFL player in history, I believe, to do that. That was crazy. Man. That was that was fucking awesome. I'm sorry. I mean, that, I was going to say that. That was freaking insane, man. I mean, I, I'm sorry. It seems like when I get going, I can do it again, though. It's That's been like amazing, that my whole man. life. If I return one in the first half, it seems like I do in the second half. It's been like that my whole life, high school. It's been it's been very interesting. I'm excited for it. <laughs> you clearly knew it like, it was possible. I wanted to know, you know, heavy hearts were in the audience. And I kind of wanted to, you know, what was the feeling? Like, was there a rush, especially in front of that fan base? What was the feeling after the first, but then also the second? Because that must have been like, holy shit. You know what? It's like when you, it's like when you play in a, at, at Highmark Stadium. It's like the, the energy is so great. It's like you're on cloud. It's like you just get to a level that you can't get to normally. And that's how electric it was. Uh, after the first one, you know, the energy was great. We were pumping. And then the second one, I just – I had a feeling, you know, just once you get one and you, all the positive energy and the great frequencies around you, like all the guys are like, man, they get, we, we're going to get another one. It was too early in the game. So, uh, we've been talking about it all year. You know, even DeMar was tweeting free Hines. So, it's been something that we were talking about for a long time. And I'm just – I'm excited to be back with those guys. Those guys block hard for me uh, – had a lot of great opportunities, and they're making a they're making me look really, really great on two returns where I really didn't have to do. But I think on both returns, I might have had to break one tackle. So I mean, I didn't get touched. I just had to use my speed. So I'm I'm thankful for those guys. And uh, with heavy hearts, I'm excited to you know have be the reason or have a spark plug or have a positive impact on that community because we were it was tough that week. And the best thing that happened to us was talking tomorrow. So talking to Demar on Thursday and t- him telling us like. Let's go get it. Let's go beat him. And hearing his dad talking, getting updates because uh, before that it was it was some dark hours, but uh, we got through it. And I'm excited to just be, and I'm honored to be a part of this community and be positive. Yeah, we're looking forward to uh, some more kick returns and uh, this year as well. <laughs> I hope yeah, so. Yeah, no, and and that's that's awesome to hear because um, you know it shook not only the NFL world but the entire world. And um, I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, and like that Monday, like that Tuesday after the game, every place I had to turn my TV off. Everything, like I was on, like everything. the news, CNN. I've never everything. seen it. Everything. Even ESPN, I've never seen ESPN stop to pray for anybody. Like that's, it, it was something I think that uh, unfortunately that, and even Demar and I have talked about it. He said like it was even though it was him, it was for good. It was the one time like in a long time, even after COVID, all the things going on in 2020. This is the first time I've seen like this nation unite. We united as one. It was really, really great. Even, like, seeing the fans, like, I'm seeing stuff on social media or at the game, fans are holding hands. And, you know, we play, we play sports and all that, and we're divided a lot. But that was the one time in the sports world and the, the world, you know, there's some people who play sports. Then there's a world where people who don't even care about sports. And that was the one time where we were all div- we were all just together. I, I loved that. It was amazing. Amazing to see. And, um, you know, also, I kind of want to ask you this. The And this is 
you know, the conspiracy theories and everything. Like when that was <laughs> going was on, coming. what what was going through all because you guys were probably <laughs> seeing so this guy. You would probably see like Dude, I, don't know I, I was gonna say something about that when I was talking about it, but yeah, this conspiracy theory and the clone. Yeah, you know what the crazy thing is? So the craziest thing is I actually saw it the first time, like, uh, the next week after the Patriots game, the wild card game. So I'm I'm on social media, like, after warm-ups, and it's probably, like, 20, like, maybe 30 minutes before the game, 45 minutes before the game, and I'm seeing, like, him, like, with, at, like there he's a clone. And I'm looking around, like, wait, I just dapped him up, like, two hours ago when I got here. Like, he's not fake. I just, I've been talking to him all week. So uh, it was so interesting to see him here, but – uh. That picture did look crazy though. Like the pic- the picture he looked like it yeah, looked like, Star- face- like something Star Wars. Did he yeah. tell you did he tell you something about it? Was he like what like what does he even say about that? Does he what does he say about that whole cloning stuff? Yeah, were you talking to him during that whole phase? I don't I, I didn't ask him. I haven't asked him about that or I haven't heard him talk about that experience. If he talks mm-hmm. about it, he'll he'll talk about it. But uh, you know, like uh when that man talks, that's like that any person should listen because that that's an experience that I've never seen or ever even been around so maybe one day i'll hear about it but uh I, i'm just a good friend to him he was one of the first people to introduce himself to me so i tell him hello because we always speak but uh, i haven't asked him about that so uh maybe we'll talk about it but uh i'll be loving to hear it but i'm just that's just my dog for now yeah for sure and uh he and he's we all know a great person did so much for the community so it's just heartbreaking to see that happen but <laughs> damn yeah, right crazy um all right, so let's talk a little football um, about, like, this season. Before we even talk about it, I am curious about this. I always figured players would, like, somewhat think about fantasy a little bit. But, you know, were there any times, <laughs> like, are you, like, thinking about, like, okay, like, no. I just got, like, a PPR. Mm-hmm. Like, I got, no, you're never thinking about it at all. No, I hate fantasy football. I don't hate it, but I just don't, I don't like how people talk to us, like, I think that I think there's a filter with it. Like obviously there's there's obviously people who understand, but like my goal is I don't think people are saying this. My goal is every time I touch the ball, I would like to score. I don't want to go get tackled. It's not like I want to run out of bounds. Like I would <laughs> I would love to score a thousand touchdowns if I could. I would if it was up to me, I wouldn't go across the middle and catch a slant and get hit at all. But that's just how the game goes. Like in you know, game plan specific things. And even there's some weeks, even like I guess like as a fan, as a person who used to play fantasy. I'll be like, I'll see the game, but I'm like, oh, this is a tough week for me. Like, <laughs> or like some of my friends, like some of my close friends, like my family knows how to ask me about fantasy because I don't like it that much because of how I feel, like how people talk to me on social media. Like I've had just so many instances where I'm not even looking for it. And <laughs> somebody will be like one point or like I'll have like I'll fumble and I'll already be in my feelings a little bit personally. So like it'll be like one point, at least try to have an impact on the game, or, you know, stuff like that. But uh Personally, for me, like, I've had friends or family that'll ask me about it. I'll be like, hey, this is a good week to play me, or I'll give some insider trainer tips. But uh, I try not to think about it, and honestly, I don't really talk about it much. And I don't I don't blame you. Uh, I just figured I'd ask, because, like, what if it's, like, a Monday night, and you're just thinking, like, oh, like, so-and-so needs <laughs> – but... Yeah, no, but you know what? It's, you know what? As much as I try to avoid it, I always – I can't. Like, because there's always somebody that's like, I need you this week, or blah, or, like, or I'm um, actually so the Carolina Panther game, the Carolina Panther game, uh, when I ran back those two punts, that was a fantasy football championship. So there are people who were winning money and they were donating money to the uh, Muscular Dystrophy Association and things like that. So that's cool. But uh, yeah, like sometimes I, I, I don't keep up with it, but I always will see a tweeter here and there that somebody will tell me about the championships or I helped them win or how I helped them lose. So I'm always, I'm, 
I'm curious, like, is that like a talk like, like between you and your, some of your buddies in the locker room, like fantasy ever? It's not, that's never a talk, right? You guys never bring that up. At least for me, it's not. I don't talk okay. about fantasy, so it's something I normally see. But, you know, I've even noticed now that, uh, like, as I watch ESPN and NFL Live, like, they really have a part for PR, what is it, PP, yeah, PPR, yeah. and, like, receptions, yeah. and, like, they actually have a fantasy part. And I remember, like, five years ago, they didn't have that. I'm like, wait, they're really doing that now? Like, this is, it's crazy, but. With yeah. FanDuel and all the gambling and fantasy and all that, I can just see how it is. I'm just saying though, just because you brought a PPR, you said it, I didn't say it, but you are a PPR machine. You got the you got the good hands, you got great stuff. Yeah. That, that, that's why I know what it is. I've been tagged on Instagram and Twitter and people talk about me in the PPR leagues. No, yeah, you're a great PPR. So, you're a great PPR back. Because PPR PPR is what? Like it's not just receptions, it's like they count like your yards on the catch and all that. It's points per reception. So like yeah, every reception you get a point. So or half. Some are oh. like half PPR based on like because some oh. people say like you know if it's like a catch for negative yardage why are they still getting a full point so like some people, people do half but yeah so that's why uh -oh. a guy like you would get a lot of points guy like, oh yeah guy like, yeah i catch the checkdowns that makes sense i'll say the guy like derrick henry would be a, a little bit worse for ppr because the guy just it's, well henry's an exception he cares, but yeah. well yeah yeah, you never know with him. He's watched yeah, there for five years. Exactly, yeah, that boy's crazy. Man, I'll never, I'll never forget. We, you know, we've had some. I've had some dog fights with Tennessee. You know, that was the one team, like especially my last two or three years, Andy. It was tough to beat them, but boy, I was so happy when AJ Brown left. <laughs> oh my yeah, goodness! Talk about a beast, that guy. Him, those two, him and Derek were like Power Rangers out there together. One's a Red Ranger, the other one the Blue Ranger. <laughs> Literally, they look crazy out there. Oh my god! Really good. I'm excited. I'm happy to see what he's doing in Philly too. Yeah, I watched that man catch like a slant for eighty yards on us, a, like another fifty yard touchdown, and then that day he returned to onside kick for a touchdown too, which was even crazier. I remember. And I know you brought up Philly. So I know it's, it's not do with you at all, but I'm going to bring it up real quick about Philly. I know if you've been following the draft, you probably have. Uh, you know how he the got Bulldogs, the, the Bulldogs. What are your thoughts of Philly and all those Bulldogs are drafting? How you know? Those, <laughs> what are your thoughts about that? I mean, y'all know I love Sirianni. Uh, Sirianni, when Sirianni was with me in Indy, he was one of my coaches, one of my guys. So. Uh, uh -huh. And I actually heard a story about him on Twitter. I heard the next day after the, the first round, or like after they got swept, he went down there. He rolled like he rolled his window down and said, "Go dogs!" and drives off. And I mean, they have a great team. Uh, I think that I mean they all they got really good players. I think they all happen to be Georgia guys. But I think that locker room is going to be real divided with you know all those Bama and Georgia guys. It's going to be a real <laughs> fun, real fun locker room. But I mean, yeah. they, they were a good team. They went to the Super Bowl, so they're obviously trying to figure out the piece to get them over the top and beat the other team in the, on the other side that'll be there next year. So. uh it's kind of cool for me to see all those guys. I wish I had some more college teammates I played with. Yeah, no, that's they're they're in powerhouse. I just, they are. You they, brought up uh, Joyce. I wanted to ask about that. They definitely are. Um, all right, Josh Allen. I really want to, you know, talk about this guy. I think mm -hmm. he's definitely He's the top three quarterback, if not top two. Absolutely. Um, so. Let's I talk would argue that. I would, that's that's something we can stand on. I'd argue that. <laughs> you would argue, you think he's the best QB in the league? No, I'm saying I'm he's top three. Oh yeah, I I mean, he's, who's I, your top yeah. three? Nine? I'm just kidding. Who's your top three right now? I'm just kidding. No, not yeah. North. Who's your top three? You gotta it's say Patty. What Patty, what Patty did was uh, what Patty's done has been great because he's like you know Tyreek left and he's still like you know he had a younger team and still found a way to win. That's great. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, Josh. Man. I don't know, see, man, if Patty, Josh. I have a lot of respect for Herbie, like Herbert, Josh, Burrow. Those guys, those guys are all really good. And even, you know, Lamar's played well too. I don't know. I, I think like Josh, Herbert, Burrow, those guys are all 
One of them, we we gotta get we gotta get Josh Super Bowl so we can get in the conversation. But you know how it is. Like I can say Josh is better than Patty, but we gotta get him a ring. You know how it is. We gotta. That's how that's how sports is. So until we can get Josh a ring, it's gotta be Patty for now. But we gotta we gotta find a way to get him there. And uh, all those other those three guys are great. You know any any receiver or running back would want to play with any three of those guys. Those guys are all remarkable quarterbacks and great systems and great situations to maximize their talents too. So, and they're all in the AFC. Which I was gonna say even crazier. <laughs> I was gonna say it makes your road to the Super Bowl a lot harder, considering Man. everyone is there besides like Hurts, Jalen Hurts, um, and I guess you know we can talk about that. No, it really is. It's it's all the powerhouse QBs are all it's in a top heavy. Yeah, I would I, I would argue that. Yeah, that's that's what I think. No, no and it's the truth. Right. I mean, you look at you know. I personally think it. You know, top and my top five similar to yours. I got like Mahomes. Um, Allen, Burrow, Hertz, and then like I think five is interchangeable between like Lamar, like you were saying, Herbert. Um, hold on, hold on. I mean, they're up. You didn't you didn't mention the guy in your division now. You didn't bring no AR 12 in there. No love for, for Aaron Rodgers. What do you mean? Oh, I like Aaron Rodgers. Like him coming, him coming to the AFC is like a real power to it for like really good quarterbacks. I mean, I, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is really good. This is hard. I don't know what the top five, he's been a top five guy forever. Okay. But you know, like even at the end of his career with Brady, it's like, are they top five? They still five? Are they not? So, yeah. I, shoot, honestly, if he's top five or not top five, I know one thing. I don't want it. I don't want him to have the ball. I don't <laughs> want him to have the ball with a minute left and two timeouts and have the ball. So yeah. he's and even like he's he's not in his prime anymore. But he's so smart. He's such a great player. It doesn't matter if he's top five or not. That man knows how to win. He's already a Super Bowl champion, and we know what he can do. Yeah. And he came to our division, which is even crazier. <laughs> I mean, that division. It's insane. Is, I mean, we keep talking about it, but I can't get over the fact, like, it, it's so competitive. It's, You're saying I'm you keep so excited about for it. We're about to play some big yeah. games. Probably going to be a lot of Monday night football games. Yeah, Sunday, a lot of primetime games. games. Primetime games. Because I'm excited for that. You know, we get up for primetime games. So uh, when I'm just seeing Jalen Ramsey come over, you know, all these guys come over, I'm like, okay, we're going to have some primetime games. Like, this is – it's going to be big games. It's going to be games that people care about. They're going to be playoff implications and meaningful games. That's what you want when you're a competitor. Is there a specific team that you have, like, kind of, like, circled on your calendar in your division that you really want to, like – or even the AFC, not even division, like, team that, like, kind of mm-hmm. out to you right now? I'll say all the AFC games. Like, playing the AFC East is cool. Like, the divisional games are always just a little bit more personal, especially, like, you know, just even, like, Buffalo and New England, just their history. And just all – there's so much history in the division. Like, when you get in there, if you just listen to the history – and you just see how, like, everybody else talks about it in the locker room. You kind of just get into the robbery yourself. And then, you know, obviously, like, the Bills and the Chiefs, that's a great one. Do we play them this year? Um, oh, I haven't seen the schedule. I'm I haven't seen the schedule. Look. But, uh, obviously, you know, when we, I feel like anytime we're playing, like, the Chiefs, I know that they've, there's been a lot of history over there with the Chiefs. But uh, for me, personally, I don't really have a game circled. I just want to go out there and have fun. And uh, the only ones I have circled is really the, uh, the playoff teams. If you're a playoff team, it's circling on my calendar, and every other team is too. But I definitely like you know I love seeing the great teams and the great quarterbacks. Yeah. Away game against the Chiefs, by the way, in Kansas City. So I feel like they play them every year in a regular season now. <laughs> they played them last year and the year before. I'm happy I'm a part of it though. That's I'm must excited to be TV. a part of this. That's must watch TV. Yeah, I, and like I'm excited. You know what? What is the feeling? Not to like necessarily trash Colts, but you're on a team that's a lot more prominent. You you're getting a lot more national TV coverage. What's that feeling like? You're in the spotlight. Like, are you used to? Yeah, this? well, it, it is. It, there is different markets for different teams, and he was a great market too. But uh, it is different. Like uh, seeing that playing in different primetime games. Uh, 
honestly, it's an adjustment. I honestly didn't know it would be like this, but uh, it's been really cool. And, uh, you know, just got to grow with the punches. I'm excited for the market. Uh, I, I guess looking – it is Buffalo, it's New York. So I always have to remind myself I do live in New York. So, <laughs> no, like when you get here, you just kind of forget. Like you're up here, it's just – it's his own place. So, yeah. uh, but, I mean, it is – I don't know. Like you said, not a trash indie. Indy was great. I still have media people there. I still follow some of the people on Twitter. I love I loved Indy's, mar- Indy's market. But I guess New York, you go to places like New York, Texas, Cali, is just this is the market there. Oh, 100%. And uh, before we wrap this up, real quick, um, I feel like I'm going to ask you this. I think I know your answer. Who's your Super Bowl champ and who's your MVP? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Maybe I don't do you want me to say that? Do you want, are, you, are you trying to get me to say that, I'm gonna, I, that we're going to be in the Super Bowl? I don't really know. I honestly was just asking for you. <laughs> it's like whatever you think. If you I don't, don't want to ask me. You know, if you want me to be really honest about when it comes to the Super Bowl, I don't know who is going to be there. I think in the NFC, in the NFC, they probably have two or three teams. Personally, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't really pay attention to that side. For what I saw was really two or three really, really good teams. In the AFC, it seems like the top five or six teams, depending on who beats up on who, can make it. Like, even in the playoffs, like, seeding is going to matter. Like, every game in the AFC is going to matter because, like, it's going to be like the SEC. I feel like in the playoffs, it's going to be um, people are going right. to beat up on so everybody to make when we get up, to the Super Bowl. You know, no good team may be left. Like, will be a lot of injuries. I think a lot of one teams of those seasons like that. We're going to beat up on each other, honestly. Yeah. What about a player that a lot of people are sleeping on? You think this player is going to have a breakout year? It could be literally anyone, whether it's yourself, some of the Bills. NFL. I'm like, I like it'd always be me. I mean, this depends on, uh, I think I could do that. Uh, We'll see what happens with me, but who do I think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, anyway. so you, yeah, man, yeah, you're making me think. I had to think of some questions. Uh, <laughs> we were just talking all fair about like Skittles and food. Now we're talking about these hard questions. <laughs> yeah, no, this, this is a hard question. Who I think? Who do I think? I really have to think about this. That was a hard one, G. That, that was a good question. But yeah, I, I really have to think about this. Because you said because you said a breakout year, but I'm trying to think of. I don't know. I mean, I like I like the, the I'll, let's talk about younger guys. I mean, I like some of the rookies coming in. I hope one of them as well. Uh, Bijan Robinson looks really really good. I've heard a lot of hype on him. Yeah. He looks like a great player. Uh, shoot, I honestly like um. I like I like JSN too. He's great. He's a great player. Let's see. I, and I also, truthfully, I think I. Who's the last court? I'm thinking of a quarterback. I really like Bryce Young in Carolina. I like I like the team just knowing Frank. Right, the coach. I think he's gonna like he's gonna be really, really good for Bryce. I think Bryce is gonna he's gonna help develop Bryce. Frank's a really, really great coach. And one thing about Frank is he knows how to mentor a quarterback, especially a young quarterback. Talk to him, and he's gonna put him in favorable situations in Carolina. So I like I, I like Bryce Young's development and how he's gonna be, especially as a first round over pick. All these you know expect expectations. I think Frank's gonna help him, and they're gonna be good in Carolina. Yeah, and a lot of people are saying though that he's too small. And people, I don't know if you saw yeah. that picture. Of him yeah, underdog, you know, I had to say him because, you know, I'm a small guy too. So I always, that's why I thought about him. But he has a good shoot. I mean, they got two NC State guys on the line. So I, I've seen that. And it uh, seems like they're getting some weapons. They got Thielen. They got some great weapons around him. So I'm rooting for Frank, you know, old coach. I hope he does well too. Yeah, no, they, you know, they added Miles Sanders. And they added some guys. Um, you How know, tall was, is he? Is he that small? How tall is he? Rice is. What is he, like 5'10? Is he? I know he's small. I know he's. Okay. 
Is he taller than Kyler Murray? He's taller than Kyler Murray. He's taller than Kyler. I don't think. Yeah, but Kyler, but, but Kyler, but, but Kyler, big body though. Kyler, Yaki. He's Kyler's. You know, he's he big. Kyler, right? Yeah, he's I just stocky. NFL, big, like, I feel like with the NFL, like people just you know continue to defy the odds. Like, there's so many guys that are like not tall enough. I mean. That are just out there, also, pumping, you know. But it also, but it also depends. I think of football. It's not like basketball. In basketball, you just can just in basketball, the cream always rises to the top. It doesn't matter where KD goes. Yeah. KD's going to be KD. A lot of football is based on your situation, and like I think a lot of it is based on the situation you're putting in as somebody who can maximize it and just get you in the right situation. Absolutely, that's all it is. The system. So I mean, it just depends on who's in the right situation, and then after that, you just get in the right situation. It's on you. Quick question, I am. Are you watching some? Uh, you bet up. You brought up Katie. Are you watching NBA playoffs right now? Pulling for a certain team. Oh man, I I've been on and off. I watch. I've been watching it. I can't believe I missed Steph dropping fifty, but I did, and I did, I haven't seen it. But I'm actually gonna keep up with it because I just realized today that they played and the Lakers are playing. I gotta yep. see the Warriors and the Lakers. You gotta watch. But it. I mean, finger Steph. Yeah, I think um, who's playing? Oh, and I watched James Harden. I haven't watched I haven't watched Philly at all this year. For whatever reason, I watch certain teams play throughout the year. I keep I go to games. I haven't seen Philly play all year, so I'm playing Destiny and looking uh obviously in game one. I'm like, I see James Harden hit like two threes. I'm talking to my boys who are gonna keep up with the ball. I'm like, yo, guys, is James Harden playing good this year? He's like, Yeah, like he's they're like they're like, Yeah, he's the reason like they're the three seed. I'm like, oh really? Then I seen him I saw him hit like I watched him like the third quarter, the middle of the third to the fourth quarter. And I was like, oh, my God, he looks like he's back in Houston. They were like, dude, that's why they're that good. Oh, my goodness. He put up yeah. a vintage Jordan games. Yeah, like, I just watched him. Expect, no, it was it was when he hit the – um when he was at the top of the key and did his normal thing and stepped back. Yep. And just yeah, shot the in game winner. And the yeah. dude's face, yes, in dude's face. I was like, wow, okay. I, I didn't know on, he was – you know, last year he Horford. wasn't playing. He was, yeah, he it was on Horford. Yeah, it was I, Horford. Watched, I, didn't realize it. I didn't realize he was – I didn't even see the defender. I couldn't believe he shot it. It was like with like five seconds left. It was early. It was just like a pull up. Like that's, that's what I'm saying. Basketball is just different. Like basketball, you don't even need to play. He can just go out there and shoot it. Like Steph Curry does it all the time. He shoots. A, he can just go out there and shoot a crazy shot and it just goes in. That also different. just runs all game. His stamina is just like you see these. Defenders. He's a soccer he's player. Awesome. He's, yeah. he's a soccer player. <laughs> he's just different breed. Yeah, I need to keep up with. I'm actually gonna keep up with the playoffs, but I did watch a lot of the first round. The first round was crazy. It was one of the even the playing games, like a playing team beat like knocked off Milwaukee. It's been a really good playoff. This is one of the better playoff years I've seen. It's not like one of the years where we just know like LeBron's going to the finals or like Steph, Clay, and KD are going. This this year is kind of up for grabs. It looks it's funny like. you say that, Naeem, because we have the podcast as usual, and we just we brought that up a lot in our podcast. All our other buddies, like that's exactly what, we, what you just said. We always talk about like this year is wide open. Yeah, it's, it's up for grabs this year. Yeah, because I mean, the also, NBA years, you just don't. You wanna, know. If you want to stop playing football and join the podcast, you can come on as podcast whenever you want and you know, be part of the squad. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm trying to. Get, I'm trying to get into the media after I'm done. I, I want to be an analyst, so I'm doing some stuff to, to become an analyst. I would yeah. like to do it. It'd be, it'd be yeah. cool. I don't know, podcast podcasting is interesting. I've always said I wanted to start a podcast, but I've just never done anything with it or made anything of it. I'm proud of you guys for doing it. It's oh, so cool. Thanks. Appreciate yeah, it. Nah, and you're you're killing. It. I mean, you're built for it. So <laughs> hopefully, no. It's those, we'll, like I just see people on podcasts. I'm like, I wish I could do it, but it's like really cool. You can just really get up here and be yourself, and it's really cool. Especially in today's social media age, you can like you can really make a whole brand. I've seen people make whole brands on podcasts. You can get personable people. Yeah. You do like four podcasts. The half the world can know you if you depending on what you say or if you put yourself out there. It's it's a great way to just put yourself mm -hmm. out. You want TikTok dance and you're and you're viral. <laughs> 
<laughs> See, man, I, dude, I don't, I'm not on TikTok neither, though. I think I'm just, I think I missed that. I wasn't a Vine guy neither, though. So yeah, maybe I'm just a little bit boring. Nah, you're not boring. You play Destiny. Come on, bro. <laughs> oh yeah, no. I mean, I'm just, I'm just not on TikTok. I wish I was. I dude, if I if I had a TikTok, I I could do so many things on TikTok probably. Oh. Post some videos flipping or something. I don't Let's know. Get it. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm I'm. But see, I, I was even trying to get a TikTok last year. I just can't get into it. Yeah. I know with the algorithm, I would like it, but I just haven't. I guess I just haven't. I just you know honestly, I think I've just seen how how crazy some people act over TikTok. It makes me not want to get on it. That's the thing. When I see all these like young people making yes. like, all these millions for dancing, it's like, bro, there are so many more talented people out there. That or like, them. or like, no, it's just not even that. It's just like how it kind of ruined. Like, I'll just see people like doing dumb stuff. They're like, hold on, no, like they could be in traffic. They're like, hold on, let me get this TikTok. Like, <laughs> pay attention. That girl, uh, she like got famous for like opening or like doing so. Bella something she made so much she got so many I don't know. So like, like there was like there's like there's like there's so many things that people are just getting famous for just for the yeah. dumbest shit maybe, dumbest shit yeah the dumbest shit but um like isn't there somebody famous for looking at toilet I don't, if it's a, it's a guy or a girl I don't even know who it is there's somebody <laughs> famous for looking at toilet I seen cool. it in the headlines. Somebody like there was a celebrity who talked to somebody, and they're fam- like, my sister was literally telling us, she's like, bro, they're famous for looking at toilet. That's, that's like that's really a thing. I, I, I wish I knew who it was. That's, that's oh, well. I'm glad it's not something. I'm it shouldn't it should slip my memory. But no, you just keep getting on TikTok for the kick returns, and we'll and we'll just the other people will get on, get on there for the for their licking toilets. <laughs> oh man, yeah, social media nowadays, man, yeah. ruining the world and making the world better too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Social yeah. media is news. I, I, I promise. Social media is literally news. I don't even watch the news. I get on Twitter and see my news, but I also yeah. fact check it. I'll see something on Twitter, then I'll go research it myself. I'm not just gonna see something on Twitter. And a lot of people do that, but I normally would just get on Twitter and see a lot of interesting things. The election, I, I got. <laughs> you can even find the weather on there if you look hard enough. Yeah, you could. Find, I was gonna say that Twitter is my actual like news source. It's everything. It's got. Every, it's also beyond like, entertaining yeah. too. It's like, especially like when you're in high school, you literally will know the weather because all the people you follow go to the same location. They're like, "Oh, it's cold outside." Put the jacket on. <laughs> it's funny saying because because we have like our little friend group of the podcast, and the guy right here, Matt, right here, he's he's like the little Adam Schefter of our friend group. So any kind of alert we have going on, this guy is literally five steps ahead of the whole entire media. This guy, I amazing. live on Twitter. Any trade or acquisition, anything, I'm just you know what. It. Every group. I'm glad you guys said that. I feel like in a friend group, we all got that one friend who's just on it. Like I have a friend like that too. Like any person who like like he knows like like you probably like if you played a video game, you'd be the ones who would know how to do all the missions and all that stuff too. Like we all have that one friend who just knows that stuff. Yeah. Like he'll be like he'll text me and be like Randall Cobb just re- just signed with the Jets. Like he texted me that like ten minutes. Like I'm like, dude, I'm at work. Leave me alone. I'm gonna try to figure out these plays. That's this guy with the Yankees. That's, that's me. I, I'll, I'll admit it. That's me. I'm a freak when it comes. There's to nothing. That. There's nothing wrong with it. I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. Because yeah. it's it's like people like me who don't have the time or are too lazy to. I can just ask him. Like as a person, like especially within your friend group. Like I have a friend who I literally trust. Like if it's like something with sports, I'm like, how's James Harden playing? People are like he's playing bad. I'll trust him just off of his words. I know he's paying attention. That's how you probably are. Yeah, that's literally what I do. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, literally what I do. It's funny oh, I just said that. Um, yeah, my friends, my friends in the Reddit, he has all sorts of things. He, like he's on it. He's like he's like seven monitors going on at once, saying different sports. Different yes, <laughs> yes. 
Yeah, he's in Reddit. Like he, he's on everything. He's in sports, video games. He's just shout out my dude Brandon though. Evans. It's funny because Matt's really good at that. He's good at updating us, but he's some. He's he's not very good at Madden. So that's what we have to make around oh, the joke. You do not. Oh, like, not. I like the bust oh, Madden. Oh, oh, oh. And we're not we're not gonna talk about this right now. But you do not want this. I promise. Oh my you, goodness! You you have my number now. Please, next time you play, I just want a score or a video of the loser. You can be you'll on. You'll be on. You'll be on. You'll watch. We'll send you a text. We'll show you the winner. No problem. I'll I'll, I'll oh stream it for you. I promise you, I'll, I'll mercy. And better yet, Naeem, I'll use you. I'll use you, and I'll kick return for a touchdown oh. using you, too, on top of it for bonus points. <laughs> look, look, this is what I'm going to tell you guys. This is on film, so some, somebody's going to look bad here in a second. I agree. I'll, I'll put gonna a be friendly bet on it, bro. I'll put, I'll put, you know, let's put, like, oh, a hundred on it or something, bro. No, we just, yeah. You sound like you me. You do not sometimes. Naeem, you can get on this also, Naeem. You can get on this tournament also. Me, you, and Mac, get on a little I'm, tournament. I'm not gonna lie, I can't even play Madden anymore. Uh, I play Madden, I can play it. I have, I don't know about the movements, but I can play. I don't play Madden anymore. Is it really frustrating reason? to play it? Ever since I got on it, I don't want to play it. Because you know, it's been you know, I've had a lot of friends who go crazy on me with me, and it's really frustrating. Mm. Like when you when you see yourself run a kickback off on yourself, you That's don't know crazy. what to be. <laughs> That's crazy. It's happened a couple times. I don't know. Honestly, truthfully, I think it's just like there's some things in life like I just think I play too much. Like I feel like I played Madden my whole life. But like, even Call of Duty, I feel like I just feel like I'm just topped out of it. I guess. Like I yeah. love Call of Duty. I love Call of Duty. Like I've devoted like 15 years of my life to Call of Duty. Like I was like you. I was one of those guys. Like when school got on high school, we played Call of Duty all summer. So it's just like now I feel like I played it so much I can't even play it. Were you an NW2 guy? What, what was your favorite card? I got on, so I got on, I played MW2, but like Black Ops, the original one, that's what was, that was my first year of Xbox Live. Monumental years, Nuketown. <laughs> play Dog, Zombies? You ever play Zombies? Kino, Five, oh. man. Were you tough? I was, I, we were good. We're, I was good at that. I'm pretty good at, I'm pretty good at shooting games. I would oh, like yeah. to say, honestly, I'm, I'm pretty decent in Call of Duty. I'm not going to say I'm good. I think I'd say I'm probably better at Apex and I'm the best at Destiny. I've always been a Halo guy. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I'm I'm serviceable and formidable, but I'm not gonna say I'm super nice, but I can play. I'm okay. good in Destiny though. And Rock Band, I'm good at those two games. Uh, yeah, two, I'll just say I'm all right. Yeah, the Pyro didn't hear that because we were we were off air and we were talking about the rock. <laughs> but Naeem Hines is a, is a dog of rock band. We didn't we didn't mention we didn't yes. Look, we sing I get sick we I sing and play the guitar, sing and play the drums, whatever you need. I actually think I'm gonna start streaming it. I'd love to do it. I'm actually going to get some people together in Buffalo. We're going to have a rock band night, and I'm, I'm going to play. So hopefully I'll go viral. Maybe if I'll you can get Josh, if you, Josh, and Juan, <laughs> and, uh, if you can get a good four, like, I guarantee you that will go viral. I'm all for it. <laughs> that will I'm, go I'm gonna have a, so I'm going to have a night at some venue in Buffalo. I'm gonna, uh, I've actually been dragging my feet on it for whatever reason. I've been trying to focus on the plays. But uh, ever since I made the tweet about it, there's been so many people who've been open and welcoming with open arms in Buffalo. It's like I could really do it anywhere in Buffalo, but I have to take the time to do that after I focus. But I'm definitely going to do that. I know some teammates are going to show up. I definitely got to get Dawson Knox. Dawson Knox is my dog. He's definitely going to be there. But uh, yeah. I'm, exci- I'm excited for that. And uh, that'll be the next step in my, uh, I guess, my community relations with the Buffalo Bills and Bills Mafia. We love it, man. Well, you know what? I mean, thank you so much for coming on, man. This has been my favorite podcast by far. You've been the best. <laughs> oh, I'm honored. Um, thank you. And, um, you know, we'll be in touch about everything, but Good luck with OTAs. Season's right around the time. They're right around the corner. Um, yeah, we're getting there. 
you're getting there. But um, keep doing your thing. And yeah, man, go Bills. And we'll see you soon.